I don't know if anyone noticed last time, but we do have a new intro for the podcast, and Hannah worked really hard on it, and I provided a great music choice. Yes, she did. (laughs) Um, So, Brandy kind of helped me with, like, the music in it, and I did, like, all the graphic design parts of it. And it looks pretty, it looks good. Yeah, it does. I mean, I think pretty good. I like it. It sets the vibe for the podcast. I I feel like, like, get you excited for it. So, I like it a lot, yeah. Yeah, our last intro was great. We just, you know, didn't feel like it was really fitting our vibe anymore. Um, We wanted to change it up, so we did. We're going through some changes over here at Bottle Blondes Podcast. Um, So, I feel like we've been on here for a while, and we've kind of got to realize what we like to do and everything and what really fits us, and we're kind of creating our own little style on here, so it's just one of those steps to some more changes coming soon, so yeah. Yes, I'm very excited about the upcoming content we're going to have, especially like starting like August, September, October, like pretty much from August till the rest of the year, it's going to be a lot going on yeah. in our lives here, especially mine. So um, we're going to have a lot more content available and a lot more to talk about because there's going to be a lot of things happening. So I guess we'll start with our one good thing as always. Yeah, um, I'll go ahead and start pouring the wine if you want to go ahead and start. All right, what wine do we have? Oh, um... Hannah picked this out today, and I said, that looks great. So, this is a barefoot strawberry. You know, we kind of like our fruity wine over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. So, say what you want about it. I know it's not your top tier. I mean, we're, we're poor. <laughs> yeah, this is six bucks. So. Um, you know, we love a good bargain. Also, before I get into my one good thing, I was going to say that we are looking for some sponsors and some brand deals as well. Um, We're trying to get into that to have something to promote. I mean, we love to promote small businesses. Like, we're really small, and I know we don't have, like, a huge following, but um, I think supporting small businesses is very important and very crucial right now with everything that's going on. Yeah. So, um, we would love to do that. My one good thing is we took Noah to an Atlanta Braves game, baseball game, and it was really fun. I've never been to a professional baseball game before, and I didn't know if it was going to be my thing, but, you know, I wanted Noah to enjoy it, and I actually had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, it was really fun and really interesting. Like, I've never watched baseball on TV, but watch them in person, like, it's really cool. I like watching baseball. um, It was great. Um, Noah had a great time. They won the game. He was really excited. So I guess I'm a Braves fan now. I had to go to the local Target there and get an Atlanta Braves shirt. Because I didn't (laughs) have one. I was like, I can't go to this game and not have the proper attire. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I've been watching Braves games. I've never been to a game. I've rode by the stadium, but I've never been in there, so. Oh, yeah. It was super fun. Um, Everything's very overpriced, but that's everywhere. That's everywhere. But it was really fun, and Noah loved it. We had a great time. We spent the night in Atlanta. You know, um, I love Georgia. Um, We went to Covington. Yeah, you've been to Georgia a lot this year. (laughs) I have. I really have. Um, but I really like Georgia. I don't like the Atlanta traffic. I don't see how Mm-mm. you people in Atlanta um, get used to that because I was literally about to have a panic attack every time we drive somewhere. They're, the lanes on the roads, there's like freaking eight lanes. Yes. <laughs> like the bridges and stuff. Uh-uh. See. I, I can't drive at all, so. Dee's a really good driver. He was like in and out the traffic, and I was like. Yes, yeah, I was like this the whole time. I was like, just tell me when we get there. Um, I don't want to see what's going on. <laughs> but um, we made it there and back safely. So yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I got my hair done again. I got it colored. That was nice. Um, and I had me a nice little day. Um, where Caitlin works is like um in a downtown area. It's not our downtown because we live in a really small crappy town. It's the next town. It's over. The next town over. So their downtown is a lot nicer. So. Um, kind of just been 
chilling, hanging out with myself. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I like walking around down there and getting coffee and going to the bookstore and stuff like that. So, I've um, been trying to just work on my mental health, and I'm trying to love myself for who I am and try to be myself and try to figure out who I am in the process. Right. So, um, it's growth happening on the mental health, a um, little bit of growth, so that's always good. Basically, mental health's been getting a little bit better. Um, that's great. Haven't had a panic attack um, in like a week, so. Wow. Yeah. That's a milestone, really. So, yeah. <laughs> From going to having them, like, every day to not having one for a week. Yeah. Like, that's really... I don't want to jinx myself and have one soon, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who I am and what I want to be and figure out this whole life thing. Um, speaking of life thing, um, I feel like, like, when our parents were our age, it was a lot easier it was. to live. Me and my mom and, actually talked about this. She said that, like, back in her day, no one said, like, I'm having anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. I have anxiety. Like, nobody said that. Like, it wasn't a thing, you know? I mean, I'm glad it's being talked about more now and yeah. focused on because um, it is a thing and it is bad. And it is, like, it's, you can't explain it unless you've been there and you've been through it. So. Right. But talking about the prices of everything, like, I'm trying to find somewhere to live. um, And one person can simply not afford to live in America right now unless you are rich. Right. (laughs) Um, So that's really stressful. Um, Everything's going up. This is not a good time to, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I want to see the world and, like, I want to travel and I want to do all these things. Like, you only get one life and I'm like, how am I supposed to do that with this economy right, right. now? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how am I supposed to live? The gas prices, especially, and the prices of homes, um, and the prices of food where, started going up again. Yes, um, prices for apartments have went up um, like three hundred dollars more than they were last year at this time. Yeah, I was watching a TikTok of this girl. She lived in California, I think. Mm-hmm. And she said they went up like $600 on her rent. And she was like, I'm going to have to move because I can't afford yeah. it. But the thing is, because everywhere is going up, so everyone from out west is coming down here because it's actually cheaper for them to live down here. But then it makes it harder for us to find somewhere to live because... Right. We're poor down here. Yeah. It's it's really getting crazy. And our small towns are getting really overcrowded, too. Yeah. With all these people wanting to come here. Um, don't come here. I, it's not great. It's not great. It's awful. I'm trying to get out of it. That's it for um, talk about the freaking world right now. Um, we're going to get into some pop culture stuff real quick. The MTV Awards. I don't know yes. if any of you watched it. Um, we watched it. We watched it. I'm I'm big TV show movie fan, like so. Of course, I watched it. Yeah, Brandy. Uh, she texted me and she was like, "The MTV Movie Awards are coming on tonight. I'm coming over. We're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it on the podcast." I was like, "But first of all, Vanessa Hudgens hosted it. Yes. She looked amazing. She looked she's incredible. glowing. Like she looked incredible. She did a good Honestly, job. Yes. This is like a fan voted on thing. So." Right. Some of the winners were, I was like, really? Questionable. Questionable? Like, that one? So, best fight, um, we had Spider-Man, um, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man No Way Home. That is iconic. It really It is. really should have won. They were nominated, and then Scarlett Johansson was nominated for Black Widow um, versus the Widows, which... I love Black Widow. That was a great movie. Yes. We also got another Marvel movie, um, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is amazing. I love Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I love Shang-Chi. <laughs> He's really hot. Um, mm-hmm. I follow him on Instagram. Um, hey. He really put a lot of work into that role, too. And, yeah. like, he worked out and got buff and yeah. learned all this choreo- fight choreography. And, like, he did amazing. Yeah, he did. So, I felt he was deserving as well. Um, uh, absolutely. Ryan Reynolds was nominated for Free Guy. Um, me and you need to sit down and watch Free Guy. I've watched it twice. Yeah. If you want to sit there and just laugh. Like, he I love is, Ryan Reynolds. You need to watch that movie. It is so freaking good. 
But, like, that's a good contender as well. But, ultimately, the winners went down to, <laughs> drum roll, please, the winner was Maddie and Cassie <laughs> for you. And I honestly, when it happened, I just kind of laughed. I was yeah. like, really? Well, you have to think, like, it really didn't surprise me because there's so many Euphoria fans that voted. Like Euphoria, Euphoria like it was really like took over. it was a big thing. Yeah. Like it was like it was huge. It was like a sporting event. Yeah. Like Euphoria Sunday and like the Super Bowl was coming out and everybody was, was like, like I'm trying to watch yeah. um Super Bowl Maddie versus Cassie. Yeah. Like that's what we're watching tonight. Um I mean I was there for it. I was watching it. The thing was I feel like the Maddie Cassie fight was like built up so much and I felt like it didn't do enough to me like that one moment you know where she hit her up against the wall and the her friend was like yes (laughs) like that was funny but i felt like it should have been more like i wanted more out of that fight yeah they kind of um built it up for not a lot right the build-up for the fight was better than the fight the actual fight but go sydney sweeney she looked great She she looked fantastic she accepted the award um i thought it was hilarious Best kiss. Um, they um, Tom and <laughs> I was so pissed off. So the best kiss category. Like, do you know some of the iconic kisses that have won this? Like Damon and Elena yeah. won best kiss. Well, uh, before back in the day. Yeah. I mean, well deserved. <laughs> like this is like a high like esteemed category. Like Katniss and Peeta, The Hunger Games. They won one yeah. year. Um, so like obviously like. Tom and Zendaya were nominated for No Way Home. And I was yeah. like, it's going to go to Tom and Zendaya. Like, Tom is so big. Marvel so big. Zendaya is so big. big. Yeah. If you just want to read what it went to, Hannah. <laughs> it went to... Poopies and the Snake. Yeah. A guy kissing a snake, snake beats Zendaya. From Jackass. So, that was questionable. I was actually kind of annoyed. Like, that was, like, stupid. Because there were some really good contenders. Yes. Um, the Batman, Robert Pattinson, and, um, Zoe Kravitz. It was wasted. Like, it was. Best hero went to Scarlett Johansson for Black Widow, which I... I, I think she deserved it. Um, she's played this role a long time, and she finally got her own movie, so... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Get that award. Zendaya won for Best Performance in a Show... Which is very, very deserved. well deserved. I absolutely um, agree. Absolutely, especially that one episode of her, like in the house when she was like going through it yes. with her mom and her with sister. The withdrawals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like the acting was just so genius and untouched. She was absolutely by far mm-hmm. the winner in my eyes for sure. Um, she's just phenomenal. A phenomenal actress. I, um, recently I watched an interview. There's a thing on YouTube, like, actors on actors, and it was, um, Andrew Garfield and Zendaya, like, interviewing each other, Mm -hmm. and she was talking about that role and how she prepared for that scene, and she was like, I have to be mean to these people and, like, yell at them and throw stuff and, like, act crazy, and then she's like, when it's over, I have to kind of come back to myself, and then I felt bad for yelling, like, the little girl that plays her sister, she was like, I felt so bad, and, like, she was crying, and she was like, I was just hugging her, and, like, it was emotional, but, yes, well-deserved for Zendaya on that. Jenna Ortega won for Scream. She's blowing up right now. She is. She just got cast as Wednesday and Tim Burton's, Tim Burton's new show. New show. Um, that looks great. Yeah. Uh, anything Tim Burton, we're going to watch it. Tim Burton's a genius. I so, think. she's really blowing up right now, though. Best show went to Euphoria. Yep. I mean... I get it. Yeah. I do get it. Um, the girl from Loki won a lot of awards. She did. She um, did. Sophia, um, who played Sylvia in Loki, and I loved her. I know some there's some people like her, some people that don't like her. I loved her. I think she did a great job. And she said she was actually just had a baby right before they started filming. Yeah. And she still looked that good and doing them fight scenes. Like yes. go off. Like um, Loki did get a lot of awards and that it was did. Great. It, it did really well. It was just released. Um, I seen on TikTok. Uh, so, Spider-Man No Way Home, like, it was a long movie, but they're bringing it back to theaters, and they're going to be more scenes, an extra 30, 40 minutes. It's coming back to theaters for un- the uncut version with more Ooh. scenes coming back in September. Wow. So, I'm going to go see that again. 
That I'm gonna relive the Spider-Man hype again. So I'm excited for that. One more pop culture thing before we get into this episode. So I was just on TikTok. Um, this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I was making a video about Joseph Morgan on my TikTok um, about me obsessing over Klaus, and you can ask Hannah. Like, it's an it's, it's an obsession. I don't know what it is. I don't I mean, know if I it's get it, the accent. It's not like I don't see it. You like, see, I see it. it. I have my Mystic Girl shirt on. We were sitting there watching Vampire Diaries last night, and Klaus was, like, desiccating. Like, obviously, we knew he wasn't dead. Oh, my god! But, like, we were just, like, about to cry, and I was like... <laughs> it was just the look on his face. Yeah. Like, I wanted to save him. <laughs> I really did. I don't understand how, like, because he's, like, the big bad from the books and everything, and he took this villain and made people fall in love Love and root for the villain. Like, that is acting right there. Like, where is his award for Klaus? I'm telling you. But, anyway, so I was editing my Joseph Morgan um, thirst trap on TikTok um, (laughs) obsession, and he goes live on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, shoot. So, I get in the comments. I'm sitting here typing. I'm like, yes, King, go off. (laughs) (laughs) And he officially announced that he will be returning in Legacies. And we also Which know we Caroline's coming back for the finale. Joseph's coming back for the finale as Klaus. And to, for him to come back and play Klaus again, even if it's just for a little bit, like that's he said, wild. for a fleeting moment. For, for a fleeting. That's what he said. I'm obsessed with the British. Um, I'm looking for the British men. Where are you? Take me to London and we'll never come back here. So I posted in there, and I was like, uh, he was like getting ready to go off. I was like, always and forever. And then he said, always and forever. And he like looked at the screen, and I felt acknowledged by Joseph Morgan. And I had had a bad day, and that just (laughs) built my confidence up. (laughs) Um, And he's about to be in Titans too, which I watch, and I um, love hate relationship with Titans. But Joseph Morgan is definitely gonna make it better. Um, so that's all for this week on um, Brandy talking about Joseph Morgan. Be back for next week. I could sit here and talk all day about it, but yeah, yeah. Also, um, I've been rewatching Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, I rewatch it at least twice every year um, because I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, they're doing a live action TV show, and the cast got announced. What? Yes, the cast has oh, been I'm announced. Okay, so my obsession with the bad boy turned good started with Zuko on there, and that's like it led to Damon. It started with Zuko, Um, but Lola is in the scene. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. There's a cat. Lola! (laughs) Avatar live action. I'm excited. They've attempted it before, and it was awful, so I hope this time is better. On the show, I ship Zuko and Katara so much. I can do a whole video about it if you want me to on my channel. Um, Let me know. Because I'll, I have um, notes about this, guys. And it did not end up happening in the show. Um, but it was hinted at so much. And the chemistry in this freaking kids show. Like, <laughs> off the chart. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah, it was for my, kids show. Like, yeah. that was my first Claire line. Yeah. Like, my thing that they teased so much that did not happen. And yeah. then it happened with Claire line. Oh, I man. always ship the ships and shows that... Our end game. Yeah, like Clark and Bellamy. Yeah. There you go. I I love a good enemies to lovers. Yeah. So that's it on that for now. Um, I will update if I hear anything else, guys. Hannah has a really amazing story that she shared with me the other day. And um, I just thought that y'all guys, that you guys should really. I think everyone needs to hear it. I think everyone needs to hear this. Sorry. I'm going to lead it to you um, on how you found out about this and everything. Lala, are you kidding? Lala is screaming mama and trying to get up here. She literally scratched my leg, like, trying to get up here. Okay, so, um, I was at work, and one of my coworkers I'm really close with, um, he's a nurse, and we talk all the time, um, he's, you know how, like, they say at work you have, like, 50-year-old best friends? Yeah, I do. That's literally me and this guy, um... His name's Jeff, by the way. So, um, hey Jeff. We were talking at work, and we talk all the time, and he was saying, man, you know, last night I was so tired, um, but I was up watching TV, and I was watching this interview 
with this guy, and I just, I was trying to stay awake for it. It was so good. And I was like, oh, what was it? And he said, it was this guy. His name is Jim Woodford. Woodford, yes. And he was telling the story about how he died and experienced the afterlife for 11 hours. And that is a really long time to be dead. After 11 yeah. hours, you don't just come back. Like, yeah. <laughs> medically speaking, you know, that just doesn't happen. And if you guys want to know more about it, I can link. He actually was on a podcast. It's a Christian podcast. I found, um, I can link the video in the description. It's long, but it's so worth the watch. And I'm not obviously going to be able to cover every single detail. I'm going to give you guys kind of the short version just for the sake of time. But if you guys want to hear the whole story, please go watch it. And he also wrote a book about his experience. It's called Heaven and Unexpected Journey. You, you said this guy, he wasn't a Christian or anything. Right. Yes. And that's what makes it more interesting. So I'm going to say his book again. It is called, I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm, you know. His book is called Heaven and Unexpected Journey, and then it says One Man's Experience with Heaven, Angels, and the Afterlife. So, as you guys know, um, with me and Brandy both, faith is a really big part of our lives. Um, our religion is something that we talk about on the podcast um, fairly often. And I know a lot of people don't discuss religion on their platforms and anything, which right. I think more people should like right. if you are like get it out there and yeah um and especially with the way the world is today i feel like a lot of people need it um but i'll give you the short version of it so this man jim he had well first of all let me say he was a very wealthy man um he went to pilot school, he was a pilot, he drove planes, flew planes, and he was very good at it, and he went all over the world, he made a lot of money, he says it in the interview that he was very wealthy, and he had all these nice things, he had boats and cars, and, you know, but he always felt like, well, now that I have all of this stuff, I still feel like something's missing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people who have money may feel that way. You know, I have all these nice things, but now what? You know, I have everything, now what? Mm -hmm. So, that was interesting to me. And he was not a Christian. He believed, he said he believed that there was a higher power and there was a creator, but he didn't necessarily believe it was God. Um, he just didn't know what it was. So, that was kind of where he stood on a religious standpoint, which makes this even more interesting. So, basically, he found out he had a rare disease. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, and I don't want to say it wrong or, you know, twist the words around. But he says it in the, the interview. And it's very rare, and it's incurable. And... He was obviously wealthy, so he went around to all of these doctors all over the country, all over the world, and pretty much he found a medication that subsided his pain, but there was no cure. So he thought that if he took more than the prescribed dosage of his medicine that he would feel better. And it turned out that the more he took, the better he did feel. And he got really, like, addicted to taking this medication. I think he said that he took nearly the whole bottle, or almost the whole bottle, one day. And he got in his truck and started driving. Well, obviously, it was some kind of overdose or something. He passed out or something, and he wrecked his truck. And he hit his head on the steering wheel. And he said that he remembers that there was a lot of pain on his forehead. And that... He remembered it hurting, but then all of a sudden, he, like, come to, and he was standing outside of his truck, and he was like, how did this happen? But he was like, I just thought maybe I was out of it, hallucinating, whatever, and he turned around, and he could see his truck, and there was someone in his truck, and he was like, who is in my truck? Like, what is going on? And he said, you know, when you dream, 
you feel like you're running, but you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. He said it felt like that. Like, it took him forever to get just from here, like, a few feet away to see who was in his truck. He said, I was so angry that someone was in my truck. (laughs) Like, I wanted them to get out. And when he finally got close enough to see who was in the truck, it was him. Like, he was having an out-of-body experience, and it was him slumped over the steering wheel with blood coming out of his nose and mouth. I think that's crazy because, like, you see it in different movies and TV shows about, like, when people are close to death, they kind of are outside of their body like that. That's exactly what happened. He said that right around the time when he discovered that it was him, he started levitating off the ground. And he was obviously freaking out, obviously. He was like, what's going on, you know? And he said he kind of turned at, like, a 45-degree angle, kind of like you're in, like, on a roller coaster or something. And he just kept going up and up and up. And then he just saw, like, a lot of beams of light. And eventually, he got upright. He said it seemed like forever he was just ascending. And finally, he got upright on his feet. And it was, he said it was almost like a portal, not necessarily a door. Um, But he couldn't see what was on the other side. So he was kind of, like, feeling around to see where he was. And he stepped through, and he felt like it was solid, so he stepped through. And he said that he remembers looking over to his left, and there was, like, a big, um, kind of, like, hole. Um, A dark, like, pit. A dark pit, yeah. Yeah. And he looked down in it, and he can tell there was, like, some kind of door down there, and... He said that this creature came out of the hole, and he said when he laid eyes on this creature that he was filled with so much darkness and so much, like, pain. He said it was like nothing I've ever felt in my entire life, and it just, it was unsettling, really. He saw this dark creature, and it made him really feel, like, unsettled, very bad, and this creature was, and I'm telling you the short version, like there's a lot of details, but it's a long story and I'm just kind of giving you the highlights. So basically this creature was like, come, come with me, come with me. And remember, he's not of the Christian faith, you know? So he was like, um, no, no <laughs> like, I don't want to. He looks scary yeah. and creepy. So and you said it was kind of like, like soul sucking, like. Yes. He did say that it was almost like this creature had consumed people's souls. Like he could hear like faint you know, voices. Like screams. And screams, yes. So, then, once, like, he started to get really scared, a beam of light came down, and this creature, like, scurried away, like, went back down, like, out of sight, you know? And he said that when he went back into that pit, all he heard was people, like, screaming bloody murder. Like, just very loud screams. And then this beam of light came down, and he saw literal angels, And he said that they were very, they weren't like us humans. Like, they were very big. He said one was like 10 feet tall, one was 12 feet tall. Like, they were huge and beautiful. And they said, you know, come with us. So, of course, he went with them. And he ascended again into this place. And when he got there, they were pretty much like showing him what was up there. And he said that he didn't like to call it a tour of heaven. He said he didn't like to call it that, but that's basically what it was. Um, He kind of figured out where he was at at that point, and they're taking him around, and he said, like, it was the most perfect, beautiful place you could ever imagine. And you said he didn't get through to the gates to the city. Right. Like, they called it, like, the city was back there. Where where all the people were and everything. um, You said there were, like, two different rooms before you got to the city. Yes. So, you go there, or he went there, and he said every, like, blade of grass was identical and perfect. And the sky was, like, not like our kind of blue sky. It was, like, a dark hue of blue, and there was no sun. It was just, but it was light. Yeah, there was, so. like, hues of light everywhere. And basically, they're showing him around, and he said that one thing when he was a child, 
that was very comforting to him was his grandmother made tapioca for him when he was younger and that was like some a really good memory he had from his childhood and he said when he got there that's what it smelled like and they say you know and I watched a few other people who've had this experience not quite like this but people who have had near-death experiences say like they okay say that they have had certain scents and smells Mm-hmm. That they smelled that it reminded them of their childhood or something that they loved. Well, he also said that he grew up around horses a lot. He rode horses. He kind of grew up on a farm, like a horse farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that first place they took him to was this pasture with three horses. And one was like a huge... She's really attention-seeking right now. One of the horses was this huge, huge white all white pure horse and there were two other horses next to the big one and he said he reached out want to listen to the story she was trying to get up she really was she's been trying to get up here he reached out to touch the horse but he said he couldn't feel the texture of the of the horse or anything and when he like pulled away it was like his hands were sparkling but he never felt like the the texture of the horse which was crazy and then they took him around and they had these different buildings and he was like can I ask like why are there so many buildings here and he told him about two in particular buildings that they had that were important one was this building and he said it had hues of pink and blue lights and he was like, well, what, what is that one? And they said, this is where aborted children, aborted babies, babies who die at birth, or innocent children, when they die, this is where they come. And, and they grow where, up. This is where they grow into their form, their a, adult form, if you will. And they said they grow three times the rate of normal. And they are nurtured and loved and cared for until they are, I guess, grown and he said that he felt like that gave a lot of hope to mothers out there who have lost babies, had miscarriages, or lost children, that they do go to heaven, and they do get nurtured and loved. And, and they grow up and they, there. They do. And, and then when they that, get old enough, they, like, go into the city? Yeah, I guess so. Right. Um, but he said that that really stuck with him because that's amazing. I know a lot of moms out there when they have miscarriages, like they may not know what happens, but according to him and what he saw, that gives a lot of moms hope out there, like my babies in heaven, you know, even like aborted babies and miscarriages and um, babies who never got to live their lives. Another building was this red hue, and it was for people who have died tragic deaths. This building was for people who have died very tragically, and basically they're brought there to be explained to them how they died and what happened to them, and they call it the healing room or the healing building, and they are healed of all of their wounds and sorrow and whatnot there, and they're healed, which I thought was crazy, like, that, that's crazy, mm-hmm. and Basically, just try to make the long story short, um, he finally got to this place where there was an angel and this man who happened to be Jesus Christ, and he said that he saw the profile of this man, and this angel was holding a book, and Jesus was looking at it, and he finally, you know, told the angel, like, okay, I've seen what I need to see, and he just disappeared into thin air. And he turned to look at him, and he said he looked like liquid gold, like just the most perfect thing, creature. And he said when he laid eyes on him, he said his eyes were violet. And he said that he has never felt that kind of feeling in his life. Like he felt so at peace. And he was trying to get to him. Mm -hmm. He wanted to to touch him and, you know... And he said, that was just my, my only reaction. Like, it's like I couldn't control it, you know. But there were 
angels like saying, no, you know, don't do this. And he turned to him and he said, I think his full name is James. And he was like, James, my son, it is not yet your time. You know, you can't stay here or along, somewhere along the lines of like, your time is not finished. Go back and tell everyone what you have seen here. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. And he said that he just wanted to get to Jesus so bad. Like, he said, I never got to get close enough. But he was just on his knees begging, like, please don't make me go back. I want to stay. And he was like, go back and tell what you have seen. And there's a lot of references to that in the Bible where mm-hmm. Jesus says, go and tell the others what you've seen here. Or, I mm-hmm. mean, that is referenced a lot. So that makes the story so much more believable in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, what happened was right after that, he was waking up in a hospital. And, like, at the hospital, like you were saying, that all they had done took, like, all the tubes out. And, like, they were, like, he was dead. Yeah. Like, they, they thought still, he was dead. They still had him intubated. They were on machines keeping him alive, but they said he had zero brain activity. All of his organs were failing. Like, he was pretty much already dead. And But they were keeping him alive with the machines. And his wife was a nurse, and she was obviously there. And he said that all he remembered was, like, like waking up, and there was a tube in his throat. And he was like, you know, and the nurses were scared to death because he's no brain activity yeah and they're all freaking out so he scared everybody to death doctors nurses everyone that was in there were terrified and i mean rightfully so i would be too and the weird thing that you told me like when he came back when like when he woke up that he was completely healed yes. of all of his injuries yes he was and all his sickness healed. and when they took the tubes out he grabbed his wife and he said honey there's horses in heaven there's horses. He said, like, that was just the first thing that he thought about was the, there's horses in heaven. And, oh, and another thing that really freaked me out was crazy to me. You know, he said Jesus was, was perfect and pure. But he said he had held up, when he was trying to get to him, he held up his hand as to say stop. And his cloak that he had on fell down and he could see the crucifixion marks in his wrist. That, my body was just full of cold chills. Yeah. That is insane. Like, he could see the marks from where he was crucified. And I'm, I'm watching this, or I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I'm in just utter shock, you know. And this is a truly an incredible story. But he was there for 11 hours, and of course he has a lot more detail of stuff that he saw. But that he was put back on this earth to tell people what he had seen. And... A lot of mothers were commenting, saying, like, I have peace knowing my baby's in heaven. And that's just, I guess, comforting, you know. We've had lots of friends and family members that have lost children. And my mom had a miscarriage. And your mom did, too. Mm -hmm. And that's just crazy to me. we will see them someday. Yeah. Like, when we get there, we'll we'll see them. And that's insane to think about. (laughs) Like, it really is. Yeah. But he said, he did say, like, he didn't get to see anyone. Because he didn't make it through the gates. Yeah. But now his life is devoted to spreading the word and being a Christian. And I believe that one day when he does leave this earth, he will be rewarded Mm -hmm. fully in heaven. I really do believe that. Um, I'm just thinking about what you said when he said he got there. He was, like, young again, and he felt like his, everything was, he was, like, Felt healthy and he said he young. Felt like he was sixteen again. Like the best version of himself. Like And mind you, his disease was incurable. And there's no sign of his disease anymore. He was perfectly healthy when he came back. And the doctors can't they have no explanation for that at all. But I I just felt like that was so incredible. Um it really made me think a lot differently about things and how we do need to take our time on this earth seriously about our priorities. I was making me think about, like, so we're still here, so there's a reason. 
yeah. that we're here right now. There's I mean, something that yeah. we're meant to, that everyone is meant to do. Yes. And you wake up every day, be thankful that you woke up that day and exactly. you have that day. Like every day is a gift. Yes. And I, that's why we talk about here like mental health and spreading positivity because tomorrow is not promised for anyone, young or old. And I just feel like that needs to be taken more seriously. Like every day that you open your eyes and take another breath is an absolute gift. It's a blessing. So um, I just really felt like I wanted to share that with all of our listeners. Um, I will link it in the description. Um, his book is out there. It's like $17.99 on Amazon. Um, I'm sure you can find it in bookstores, but I don't read. You know I don't read, and I really want to read that book because... I read. He goes, he goes into a lot more detail in the book, obviously. But um, you guys should definitely check that out, especially if you're in a place where you don't know if you believe. You, you don't know what's out there. And I feel like that's a valid way to think. Yeah. And he was someone who didn't know what to believe. Yeah. And now he's he like... He's given a second chance. Yeah. Because really, like, he probably would, wouldn't have gotten to stay there if he, but his time was not done. And obviously, God saw potential in him that he could go out and do great things, and he is. And I, it's just really incredible. Um, but I think if you're definitely one of those people who's on the fence about how you feel about your religion or God, to definitely go give it a listen. Um, it's really incredible i really just felt like i needed to share that with you i just want to i texted my co-worker and i was like thank you so much for sharing that with me like that was absolutely like mm-hmm. life-changing it really was um but yeah me and d were just like blown away by it yeah that's wild and i believe it i, I believe it. i really do and some people might say that's crazy but i i mean the detail that this man went into and like i said i didn't get to go into detail for the sake of time but the detail this man went into like he could can't just make that up like yeah i don't believe he made it up i really don't i just encourage you guys to go listen to it it is um really good and there was another guy on there as well with him i guess he had the same experience kind of he not as in depth as his i think his name was randy um i didn't watch his story i want to but he kind of talked about how things that he was saying he had similar experiences like the smells and the things that he saw mm-hmm. from like things that make brought him joy. He he did say that he experienced that as yeah. well. And it just gives me like I guess from I've had a lot of family members pass um and just to think about they when they get there and they get to heaven and they're not hurting anymore yeah. and they're living up in this beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of gives you some comfort yeah. and live the best life you can on this earth and then one day you'll live eternally in heaven with your loved ones and see everyone again yes and that's wild it, it is and I think about my patients too mm-hmm. that have passed and I and saw that we're so sick and particularly one I remember was blind and I just remember thinking when he passed I was so close to him and I bawled my eyes out but I remember thinking he can see Mm-hmm. He's in heaven, and he can see, and he's making a joyful noise because he would always sing, you know, during treatment, like he would sing gospel songs. And I just knew, I was like, he is up there, and he's seeing the most beautiful sight in the world. And it really brought me peace, you mm-hmm. know, knowing that he was not suffering any longer. Yeah. It's hard as it is to live in this world today with everything going on, um, like, live your best life and you get one down here and do what you love be and be yourself and take as much of this life as you can and let me just say this life and this body is so temporary yeah it's nothing compared to what comes after and i think a lot of people just soak up this life and this body that you have and they just lose sight of important things and I'm guilty of that as well I'm not saying I'm perfect you know I I lose myself in that sense you know thinking about what's going on in the world but this life is just so it's so temporary and um but I just try to live in the moment I live day by day and I'm a sinner 
you know, I mess up. I'm not perfect, but um, I know that we have a merciful God, and He's a very forgiving God, and I have peace knowing that I'm forgiven. So, a um, little deep religious talk there. Really felt like that was something I needed. It, like, it was laid on my heart to share. Um, but you guys should definitely go watch it for yourself. It's it's incredible. It really is. I'm 25. You're about to be 25. Um, we're quarter through this life on earth, and that's just crazy. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things I'd want to see and do on this earth. And I'm just thinking about, like, what my purpose is here. And then I was thinking about um, when your mom was on, and she was, like, saying about everything, like, God has a plan, and... Mm -hmm. Some things that happen in your life are not going to be what you want at the time. But then when you look back on it, you'll be like, yeah, I'm grateful that that happened. And yeah. I've learned from that. Yeah. And, like, it's all just a learning experience. Every bad thing that happens in your life is a lesson. Yeah. It really is. And, like, I'm okay where I'm at right now. And I know where I want to go. And, like, I've just been frustrated with myself for a while, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I've been sad and I've been angry at myself in my life. But it's just all the success in the world. I feel like people are just so consumed with being successful and wealth and life. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like what does it matter how successful you are? It's a, how good of a person you are. Yeah. And what you do with your life. And if you are a person that you can be proud of. Right. And be the best version of yourself. Not just for everyone, but for you. Yes. And who cares about wealth and money as long as you you are the person. And you are proud of yourself. You money, know what I mean? Money and wealth is not happiness. Yeah. Happiness comes from within. Not material things. Love. Friendships. Passion. That's where ha true happiness, genuine happiness comes from. I'm a big believer in love and true, genuine friendships. And I don't allow people in my life who aren't genuine, you know. Yeah. And I pray for those people. Yeah. Pray um, for your enemies before your friends. I've seen, like, pray for your enemies because they've got a lot going on. And we're talking about, like, people that have said hurtful things to us and negative things to us. I'm, you think about those people and what's going on in their lives because I seen this thing and it was like people who hate on other people are just insecure and are not happy with themselves. Right. So I pray for everyone to be happy with themselves. And I pray for like love and happiness. I yeah. wish everyone could just love, be, be happy. Like I feel like I'm that girl from Mean Girls. I wish that we could all just bake a cake. Yeah. And everything <laughs> was rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> like honestly, like I feel like I'm such a happy person, and I try to be happier on other people. And I just some people they're hurting inside, and those mean words that they say to you, it's just. A reflection of their insecurities and their mm -hmm. unhappiness with themselves mm -hmm. and I was just gonna say about not bringing other people down and if some the biggest thing I think is when people bring somebody down for something they're passionate about and they're mm -hmm. talking about and like people who hate on other people for liking certain things or doing something things like that's one of the worst kinds of people to me yeah I like agree. why would you ever tear somebody down for being happy about something or doing something that they like that makes them happy right yeah and someone who genuinely cares for you and love loves you will not be that person yeah and I won't tolerate that in my life um I have let a lot of friendships go I've let a lot of relationships go for that reason you you're not we're not benefiting each other. We're yeah. not bringing each other up. It's just not, it's toxic, not healthy. Um, and you can love someone from a distance as well. Yeah. There have been people that, you know, I'm not as close with anymore, but I love them from a distance, you know. And you wish the best upon them, right. of course. Absolutely. Like, but they're just not in my, where I'm at in my life. They just don't fit into where I'm trying to go yeah. and that's okay that is okay and a lot of people like break up you could say with friends and 
if they're not in that stage where you are in your life and if they're not lifting you up and you have to love them from a distance, that is okay. That is perfectly okay. I've been there. I've done it. And sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. Wow. This episode started off very like high energy and funny and just like giggling and we just really got deep really quick so it'd be like that sometimes it it does i was just gonna say to all our listeners out there um we've gotten support from other countries and which is insane Mm -hmm. and just to be able to have a platform to speak on your truth and what makes you happy and to sit here and talk to you guys every week like Mm -hmm. it's amazing that we are able to have that platform um we have listeners in belgium and germany um russia Russia, australia Australia. like it's wild if you are listening on spotify um Apple. apple amazon um we are also on youtube if you would like to see the video of us in person and see what we look like um be sure to subscribe if you can on the youtube um we love to hear feedback from anyone because um, we love to make, I love to make new friends personally. I'm all yeah. for making new friends on people that share the same interests as me. Um, we love to interact with you guys as yes. well. That's how we have been going live lately. We um, have been going live on TikTok a lot. Um, we are going live on Hannah's personal TikTok because our podcast TikTok does not have enough followers on it. Get us to 1K. Get us to 1K on TikTok. <laughs> what is the, our TikTok. It is at bottomlines.podcast. Yes. Thank Same you. Same as Instagram. We're just um, living we're our life. We're happy to be able to speak um, and reach as many people as we can and share our lives and our stories. Um, I love listening to other people's podcasts. I do. Because I especially really do. like when I'm waking up in the morning or I'm going to bed at night, I feels like you have someone else comforting there to sit there and it's like they're talking to you, you podcasts know? Podcasts support other podcasts. Podcasts support other podcasts. Girls support other girls. Do not tear each other down. That just made me think of that. Thank you so much for anyone who's here and please um, like comment, like let us know what you like. Um, if you like something and you want us to talk about that more, yeah, okay, we'll do an episode on that. Let us know. Don't um, forget to keep sending in your story times and questions to us. Um, we're still trying to gather those up to make an episode about yes. that. I think that would be really fun. Um, you can send those on Instagram. You can send it to our email. Mm-hmm. Um, any of our platforms, Twitter. Um, yeah. Anonymous if you would Anonymous like. if you would like. If not, we will shout you out. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, whatever. Um, like this video if you like what you're hearing. Um, and it help us to gain... Um, more friends and more followers and subscribers so we can share our stories out to more people because we love doing this and right now like you know it's a lot of money to do a podcast and the equipment and so we're just trying to get ourselves out there and be heard and share our stories so Mm -hmm. yeah like comment subscribe um and I hope everyone has a great week, a great morning, great night, whatever time you're listening. Thank you so much if you are stayed to the end and sit here and listen to this. Um, we really do appreciate it, and I thank you so much for that. We really do appreciate you guys, and be sure to tune in regularly next Wednesday for an all-new episode once again. We will see you next week. We will see you next week. We have some cool things planned some exciting things planned for the rest of this year and yeah stay tuned like it's about to get it's about to get real it's about to get real (laughs) up in here this is my therapy for the day and it went great yeah i love it thank you so much again and we'll see you guys next week thank you bye Bye. have a good day night year month life (laughs)